This is Heavy Honk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the big news of the week, like the signing of Albert Hainsworth for $100 million. Dockery's back in town. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Welcome what's to Harry Hog Football. Number 161. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. the most wonderful time of the year for Redskins. Yeah, because we're undefeated. Undefeated. We're undefeated. And we look great on paper once again. Oh, well, yeah. we look really good on paper once again. Except for that. We yeah, because st- we have a big fat zero. <laughs> Except for that, we don't have any defensive ends. Well, Carter. Dude, what are you talking about? We just resigned Old Man Ronaldo. Old Man Ronaldo win. He's old. He's been here before. Dude, doesn't his name sound like something out of a Wild West movie? He does. It can be Ronaldo Wiggins. Ronaldo Rawhide. You think Ronaldo, John Boy? <laughs> Seriously, dude. Anyway, lots of news since we last uh, since we last podcasted. This is, Mark, the first time ever that we have not um, been able to get a podcast in twice within a 14-day period. But we had a good reason. We did. Good reason. We won't, we won't bog you down with, with that. Uh, it's on the website if you want to go read it. But uh, anyway, we're back. And, um, and what episode we're is back. that? <laughs> we are in episode 161. 161. Baby got back. Isn't that like a rum or a vodka or something? 151 rum? 151. 151. That's right, that's right. 151. 151. Anyway, that's off topic. We need to stay on key on task today. We do, because we have quite a task tonight to catch up here. Okay. Well, to me, I mean, to everyone else, there was different biggest news. But to me, the biggest news is, and I'm going to have to skip one down here on the itinerary. Because I'm so excited that I can now play this once again. And now, the Dockery Report. That's right, y'all. Nice. (laughs) If you didn't hear... Never mind that we signed a $100 million man. Here goes right to the meat. Yeah, never mind the $100 million man. We got the Dockery report back after a one-year hiatus, minus one game where we played Buffalo. The Dockster. That would be two years. And for all you people that were writing in going, what is up with this Dockery report thing? You obviously weren't listening to episodes vintage 2006. You weren't listening to episode pre-80 or something. 
<laughs> because everyone that listened before then knew that every single game we had the Dockery report. Because when Dockery first started playing for the Redskins, he really sucked. He was like the Daryl Pounds of the team. He always had holding penalties. He wasn't that bad. He wasn't that he bad. Hated him, man. Dude, he was your Daryl Pounds. All right, but he had and, at and least... And everybody... Before Daryl Pounds, you couldn't stand Docker. I'd be like, dude, he's getting better, man. And you see him pull on that play, and you're like, I don't care, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, but... Everybody the... needs to have their own... <laughs> everybody needs to have their own Daryl Pounds. No, dude, though. but you... Everyone's... That's true. You have to admit that by the second year, though, I was like, man, he's getting good. It wasn't just you anymore. I'd be like, see, I told you, he's starting to get better, man. True. And, and by the time, left. like, what was it, a dirty rolled around? Yeah, then he left, but now we have the Dockery report back, and I had to, like... Yeah. I'm going to have to record a new Dockery report sound effect because it's, like, version 2.0. Anyway. You're going to have to add some, like... You need to add some techno to it, not. So Dude, do- for the Dockster, man, Dockster, he's a big... You know, he's, what, 6'6", 330 pounds? Yeah, he got he's good. A and hell he's-, of a pulling, he's a hell of a pulling guard, and the most important thing is age starts with a 2. And he's never missed a game. And, knock on wood, and he's reunited with uh, his rookie coach, the Bugle. Joe Bugle. And. Yeah, and he's next to uh, Samuel, his good friend that he still keeps in contact with. It was getting to the point, listening to the uh, DC media reports from Dockery, the quotes that he was having. We know you're really happy to be back in Washington. Like, he, he was just, like, overflowing, like, bubbling. Of, of his happiness that he was so he was so happy to be back in Washington. He just kept talking about how he was so happy to be back, and he was really really happy. And I was like, all right, you get the point. You're really really happy. It'd be kind of like the equivalent if you got the chance to go back in time and go to college again for a week. Yeah, you know that's not a bad point. But dude, here's a question: What number is he going to wear? Um, sixty-six. Is he for sure? Sixty-six. For sure. Well, who else is going to wear sixty-six? I don't know. I'm just asking because if you go, if you go to some Mr. football Kendall. sites out there, including like ESPN, NFL.com stuff, they're not showing him with a number yet. That's because they haven't. They don't know. Ah. Doesn't Mr. Kendall wear sixty-six? Yeah, Mr. Kendall is not under contract. Yeah, yeah so they're showing Derek Dockery as number zero. Well, they don't know yet. Dude, it would be cool. Paul, <laughs> if he could wear double zero, that would be awesome. They won't let him, dude. But they won't let anyone do that. Yep. Anyway. So anyway, I'm, I'm sure you guys have all heard the stories. Um, we can thank uh, ex Redskin number thirty-five, one of the Daryl Pounds of the Redskins, uh, Mark Mayhew, who is now the uh, the GM in Detroit, because he and his. Uh, his entourage were not able to get the paperwork in in time the day before free agency started. They missed the 5 p.m. deadline because they had a trade all set up with Buffalo. And it was all ready to go, and they couldn't file the papers in time. So Buffalo cut him, and Trey was going to go inside, and he went to visit them and everything. And then the Redskins offered him a comparable deal. I think it was less money but more money up front. And he was just like, I'm going back to really to, to to Washington because I I'm really happy to be in Washington. Yep. Well, would you rather be in Washington or Detroit? Uh, let me think That's about that question. for a minute. <laughs> uh, I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, um, and other big news, even though I think Dockery was the biggest and we're probably the only people who do. Um, it was the biggest surprise, we got to say, because that came out of nowhere. It was like right before the free agency started. It, was, it happened like eight hours beforehand. You're just like, you got to cut? I know. The Redskins need to go after him. And sure enough. And we got him for a lot less money. I think it was $27 million with $8.5 million guaranteed. Something like that. He's going to be getting about eleven and a half million the first two years of the deal. I believe that's that's the uh, that's that's the, the part of what won him over for going to Detroit. And uh, and I believe I did read at one point that it's comparable to the contract the Redskins offered him two years ago before Buffalo was like, "We're going to give you seven years and forty nine million dollars." And he was like, "Uh, okay, seriously, I, I got to take that. I'd be a dumbass not to." Uh. Yeah, and the word is that they didn't cut him because he wasn't playing well. They cut him because they couldn't afford him because they're idiots. Yeah, they have a new coach, a new, or not a new coach, but a new GM and all this stuff. So. Anyway, moving on, the other big news, if you guys haven't heard of it, um, then you're not only, not only. Not... All right. So where was I? We had a little problem with the audio there. Um, I was talking about, you're, uh... of course, yeah, I was trying to lead into the fact that if you are not only not a Redskins fan, but not a sports fan and haven't watched any news outlet over the last couple of weeks, if you did not hear that the Redskins did indeed sign Cowboy Stomper, Albert Hainsworth, <laughs> free agent, formerly with the Tennessee Titans, pro bowler, this year, you already talked about this on our podcast, yeah. to an unprecedented... One hundred million dollars. No, we didn't talk about it. We actually put it up on the website. Are you sure we didn't talk about it, dude? Um, I think what we talked about on the last podcast was the fact that there was a rumor that the Redskins were going to offer him a hundred million dollars, and we were like, "Yeah, right." Uh, Yeah, all three of us were just like, "No way, that's never going to happen." And his agent was like, "His agent was like, that's purely speculative. There's nothing to that rumor." There, there, there's no tampering going on here. Meanwhile, the guy was like, you know, pooping his pants. Anyway, how old is that? Because a million people saw him having dinner with the Danny the weekend before. Oh, yeah. Because he knew he got 20% of the cut. There's all this speculation oh. going around <laughs> that the Redskins tampered with the deal and all this stuff, but who knows? It happens every year. It's all tampering. Tampering. Yeah. They tampering be using and pampering. They butterfly ballots over in Detroit. Anyway, anyway, yes, Hainsworth is a um, uh, tackle. Correct. He's not he an. Can tackle. Yeah. Defensive tackle. He's also uh, been used as a defensive end on certain downs. And um, uh, I was watching some clips of him um, a couple weeks ago, and what I noticed was that he wasn't like some huge like rush in there fast and get a sack. He was a dude that was like taking two guys out of the play and pushing them into the backfield and then making the quarterback scramble. And then some other dude, like a defensive end, would get the sack. A lot He's of like times. a QB nerve wrecker, dude. Yeah, he just like caught, wreaked some havoc in the middle of the line and caused yeah, stuff to happen. It was pretty yeah, there are very few players like him in the NFL that can do what he can do when he's healthy and when he really is. Uh, 
really wants to play. And I thought it was good that at least he's saying the right things in his press conferences and everything where he's like, you know, I want to be the best ever at my position. Even if that means stomping on people's head when their helmets are off. It, it was a cowboy, yeah, though, in yeah. his defense. In his defense, it was a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. It was a cowboy, but he has had uh, problems before, and he is actually, uh, um, he actually was indicted a few days ago in Tennessee on charges of an uh, accident that he allegedly caused by passing somebody, and I believe that the passenger, the person driving the other car, is uh, paralyzed. Are you serious? That sucks. But I, have, I cannot confirm that I did hear something about that on Redskins radio today, but I can't confirm that. So. Dude, I, I thought that I read hundred million right there. I thought that I read that the hopefully, other. Hopefully, they were talking about something else that I, I fell into or something. But they said that uh, the other person was seriously injured in, in, in the other car as he was passing them, and I, that he allegedly caused them to wreck. Dude, I thought that I read that the person in the other car had to have a hip replacement. Really? really? Sure, it wasn't just a hip flexor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that would be Jason Taylor or somebody like that. Anyway, he's not getting off the, on the right um, foot, so to speak, in that regard. But apparently, he did show up for the off-season optional workouts on uh, Monday. So let's see. He'll right. be the, if he pans we'll, we'll out, get, which we'll I don't expect. Yeah, I don't really expect him to pan out because no big name free agent that ever comes to the Redskins does. Uh, most recently, Jason Taylor. Um, so, but if he does, it'll be a pleasant, su- pleasant one hundred million dollar surprise. Right. Anyway, well, speaking of spending one million dollars, yes. Speaking of ways, more done. Well, they weren't either of these. Either of these big fat fatties. They signed a little skinny twig dude like me. Dude, it's like this. It's like, but wait, if you act in the next ten minutes, there's more. You get what's wrong with a twig and cornerback? <laughs> Yeah, other big news is shortly before um, shortly before the deadline, before free agency, the Redskins did sign D'Angelo Hall, who we said they needed to keep. I don't know the deal with that. Wasn't something like six million a year or something? I don't remember. Sixty million or something like that for it was like twenty two NFL forces. Right. Twenty three guaranteed. Thirty million over the first three years um, could be worth as much as fifty-five million dollars. It's enough to make him stay. It should be enough to make him, you know, continue to behave. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is is I'm more worried about his behavior being disruptive than than Big Albert. Yeah, because if you <laughs> think about it, if you think about it, last year when he came in, I mean, he kind of had to prove himself. He had to behave. He had to sit down. He had to do his deal. You know, now they've given him this deal. They're guaranteeing him $23 million, you know, $30 million paid out in the first three years. I mean, what's he got to lose now? I mean, he, he can come in there. Not that he's not going to come in and do his job, but I'm saying his behavior could slack a bit. Yeah. Hard acting like a bitch that he had especially like he did in Atlanta and he did in Oakland. Right. Um, you know, they're saying all the right things in an age work, and hopefully they'll go the right package and not to, or, you know, not to be negative about it, but Brandon Lloyd said all the right things for a few weeks, too, when he was here. So hopefully the money won't ruin them and make them horrible and be our typical Redskins off-season signing. But if they do, Danny and Vinny Serrano need to be cut. Let me just say this. If there is not a clause in their contract that says something like, you know, thou shalt not go and 
create a record, a rap record while you're, uh, you know, while you're on the team, there should be. Because it seems like every time that happens, that person like downhill, does their own thing, misbehaves, mouths off, cries a lot, you know, whines yeah. for the quarterback, whatever it is. Can't catch. Those people, uh, you know, Can't get with, the rap, with the rap album. It's like concentrate on playing football. Dude. Concentrate. Stop with the rap football. album. Seriously, dudes. Stop with the rap album. We don't need any more rap. Well, <laughs> we one of the interesting football. things Dorado has said um, recently is, is that instead of throwing a bunch of money at washed up old players, they're throwing a bunch of money at young players that are in their prime and that he thinks that's going to make a big difference. Dude, what a concept. And I got to say, as much as I talk about Dorado, we got to remember he was um, a, a coach or an administrator with Notre Dame back when they were very, very big time. And he was also uh, instrumental in the 49ers um, during their last dynasty as well. Well, ah, the San Francisco 49ers. He was there for their dynasty as well. So he has a very good pedigree. Hopefully he's making the right decisions here. He's also uh, instrumental he in us. You said the Pop Warner minor niner? <laughs> He's also <laughs> instrumental in us sucking, dude. <laughs> the minor niner. No, he's his his boys, Pop Warner Minor Niner team. He's instrumental in that. Those those personnel decisions also. Dude, yeah. Well, it comes. It's all on him. I mean, he's he's the vice president of football operations. Blah blah blah. Whatever it is, basic bogus GM, Danny, the Danny voice box. Whatever he is, this is his deal. If this doesn't pan out, that means. If he, here's what I want to know. Are season tickets part of football operations? <laughs> um, I don't know, but that's later. I know what you're going to talk about, and that's later in the Okay, dude. Yeah, I want to know who's responsible. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. We'll anyway, there's one other person, John's favorite player, that got signed also this week, and he's not even listed on here, and that's uh, Sean Sweezum, the kicker. He's glad that he's back for yet another season in the Burgundy and Gold. <laughs> On there, you didn't read it. Did, did you read the entire tire I didn't before we started? Yeah, uh, you, you didn't have him up on the you sign. Have no there. Frame of reference there. <laughs> dude, you have no frame of reference. You're being very undue, dude. Uh, very undue. You don't have him up under sign. That will be under the re signed section, re dash sign section, not resigned. Well, how come Dockery's under uh oh, never mind. Anyway. How come Ronaldo win? How come Ronaldo win is under? We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to it. Anyway, forget the arguing. It's time to arguing. <laughs> it's time to go to the next section. The cut section. Give us a live. Give me one more. Give us a live cut, John. There you go. There and you the, go. And the biggest cut, of course, was uh, Mr. Nichols, Jason uh, Taylor, who. <laughs> We pretty much called was going to be cut, and that just clears the jersey for yet Josh to have another Mr. Nichols to talk about next year, whoever picks it up. <laughs> Who's going to pick up number 55 this year? That uh, might be LeVar Arrington. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of LeVar Arrington. Here he's working out like underground, Rocky style with like logs and you know chains and things. I heard there was like a shooting outside his restaurant or something. Did you yeah. guys hear about that? Yeah. What? Yeah. There was like a shooting outside of LeVar Arrington's restaurant. I read something about that over the last couple weeks. You can't control that kind of thing, dude. I know. He's just, you, you can't control that kind of thing. He was just upset. It's just, kind of, 
it just shows Dude. what a bad neighborhood is around the stadium. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron, I've heard people shooting guns outside of your house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They probably weren't now, handy. Granted, they're probably hunters out in the woods, but granted, they're probably 22s. Yeah. 22s. 22. Anyway, enough about LeVar Arrington. He hasn't been on the it's team the for three years. He hasn't been on the team for three years, and we still talk about him more than any other player. Anyway, <laughs> yes, Jason Taylor was cut because, listen to this, and I say good for the Redskins. Jason Taylor was asked to, um, oh, you have it written out there. Okay. He was asked to work out at least one half of the, um, I guess, optional workouts with the team, and he said no. So basically he didn't want to come to work. And to which I say, if you don't want to come to work, then you know what you are? That's right. Well, what they did, though, is that they had uh, promised um, number 65, and his agent, when he came to the Redskins, he had two years left um, on his deal, and they said that they would not make any changes to his contract or try to. And so when they made that change, I think he was just like, no, he said he wouldn't make any changes. And I... And I positive that the Redskins knew he was going to say that and went ahead and cut him. They just wanted to uh, basically have an out and not just be like, we cut him straight up, you know, and, instead of being like, we cut him straight up. They get to say, oh, well, he wouldn't come to off even workouts. He was too worried, quote, unquote, about his family in Miami. Hmm. I'll tell you what, though, if you want me to go up to Ashburn to work out for about three months for half a million dollars, I'm there. <laughs> Dude, I'm there. You may not like... be able to lift anything more than 25 pounds, but I'm there for about... That's all right. I can lift the bar. I'll try. 20 Gs, I'll <laughs> go and work out. John be like... <laughs> See the shot on the NFL films right now? There's like John, he's laying there doing the breath, and it's like close up on his face, and he's like... <sighs> it starts panning out, <laughs> and you see it's nothing but the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Some guy's spotting him, he's like... Get it off of me. Get it off of me. I didn't expect to see one. They yeah. want to see how he does this year. I was going to save that for next week, actually. Were you? Yeah. Well. That's why it's I'm not gonna, on our team. Let's put a bit of to talk about on this one. But, okay. but if you, since, you brought, since you brought it up, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about that, because that is a very pertinent uh, uh, subject, as a matter of fact. Well, the Redskins are saying that Jason Campbell is the quarterback for 2009 season. That is not uh, being denied at all. But um, Colt Brennan. Right, but after that, who knows? I mean, Colt Brennan could be out of the picture completely. There's a lot of stuff uh, floating around out there, and not to, um, you know, we can move this down to the rumor mill if you want, but um, there is talk about do the Skins want Jay Cutler? Um, that uh, he's got a dispute over in Denver and blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, we don't want him. Oh, they didn't want to cut me. They said they would never cut me. He's oh, a, my God, I can't believe that they're creating this like a business, and they're, like, they're turning their backs on me. I'm so mad. He's, well, a, he's a guy that said he was better than John Elway to the Denver fans. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly 
uh, Vinny Serrato was asked about it. The Redskins were asked in an official capacity, was Jason Campbell going to be their QB? And they said, yes, Jason Campbell's going to be the quarterback this season. But they did, and they were asked about Cutler, and they did not deny that there was interest in Cutler. They're not going to deny. Oh, sure, okay. everyone's interested. I mean, he's, he's, his skills are, he's a top 10 quarterback in the league right now in the entire league, and he's just got more and more upside going. I mean, he's one of those guys that you ever saw him play when he was in Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt sucked. So he was pretty good, even though all the players around him sucked. So you know he's got skills. It's kind of like uh, uh, Matt Ryan. He played for Boston College. Boston College pretty much sucked. He took them on his shoulders and got them to a decent record into the ACC championship game, which they lost. Yeah. But you can tell. I mean, he... he he was basically willing them to do as well as they did on his own. He didn't have a lot of talent around him. So Cutler's a really good quarterback and could very well be a great quarterback, even though he's a bitch. Yeah, if he wasn't Uh-oh. a whiner. But I also have yeah, to point out but, here but, that I think the Redskins are giving Campbell, this is his last chance, pretty much. Yeah, I was about to say that. This, this is his last chance. And yeah. I think everyone's aware of that, including Jason Campbell. This is the year to make a break, or he's if he can't bring us to a very, very good winning record deep into the playoffs, he's going to go the way of Patrick Ramsey. And mm-hmm. Cole Brennan, who you know, Jim Zorn is just really, really wanting to give a shot. Cole Brennan's going to be the guy. I will not be surprised. Zorn. I, don't know I will not be surprised if Cole Brennan is the number two quarterback before we break camp. Going yeah. into the uh, regular season. I wouldn't be surprised about that either. Um, that said, I think there just seems to be a lot of people that are just ready to throw the towel in on Jason Campbell. And these people are, you know, uh, either, in my opinion, they're either Fairweather fans or the people who are not truly looking at what has happened to, to Jason Campbell as a career quarterback over the past, you know, what he's had to endure with all of the changes and everything else and not having protection. And I mean, you know, I gotta say, my hat goes off to the guy because, you know, for everything that he's gone through, I think he's done remarkably well to, to be in the, to, to be as good as he has been. Um, you know, I agree. And, I agree with and I that. Think people but he, forget that. People are like, oh, he hasn't done anything. Let him go. Bring Cole Brennan in. I agree with that, but he's, but he's also, blah, blah, getting, blah. dude, he's also getting to the point where that's not going to fly anymore. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah, different that's why. system this stuff. Is, this is and, the year. No, this is, I don't I don't disagree that this is the year where he's got to show up and he's got to make it happen. Um, but uh, I think I would ask everyone out there listening to put put the past aside and give him this year, and for God's sake, let the let the O line protect him and let him do his job, and let's let's see what can happen. Because I mean, I I still think that he can be a, um, a just a big good quarterback. For the Washington Redskins. Yeah, when he lets go of the ball. But anyway. Anyway, there we go. We okay. We're going to bring it up this week, but I did, so there it is. Moving on. Moving forward, the other person that got cut, uh, we kind of figured but didn't know for sure. We were discussing this earlier in the off season. Sean Springs. Yep. <laughs> Where, he ended up up north somewhere, right? Uh, Patriots. Patriots. In the secondary. Thankfully... They uh, decided not to sign with the Eagles. They wanted him to play safety, and he was not uh, too keen on playing only safety, so he said no thanks. Interesting. Do you hear who else the Patriots are trying to get? Julius who? Peppers? 
and Jason Taylor. Didn't they sign? He's a guy that only will accept the trade to three different teams, including the Cowboys. He's about as classy as he always won when he was a car, or always was when he was a car heel. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubting his talent. But I guarantee if he goes to the Cowboys, he's going to start sucking. He just doesn't understand it. All right. Before we go any further, I have to just bring this up. Speaking Can we of... talk about the rest of the cuts before we go on? All right. That yeah, is the rest of the it. Cuts. Okay. Finish up the cuts real quick. That is the cuts. Jason Taylor, uh, Springs, Matt Sinclair was cut today, if that really re- anyone else cares about that. What um, about D.E.? What about D.E.? He didn't get cut. Demetric Evans did not get re-signed, and then he signed with the 49ers, and that's a big loss for the Redskins. That's a pretty big loss, but I think the 49ers signed him for a lot more money than we were expecting to sign him because no one with the Redskins expects him to be a starter, whether he is a starter or not. The minor Niners, dude. The minor Niners. He's a minor Niner now. So he's a minor Niner. And... uh, we got Ronaldo Wynn to uh, pick up the slack there. And uh, the rumor with Ronaldo Wynn is that we're also going to go back and get Philip Daniels, even though, what did we do, nix his contract? Voided it or something? No, I think he was, uh, something like that. It might have been one of those last years to be voided or something like that. Basically, he's probably going to come back for less money for the league minimum. Yeah, and, yeah, I didn't put that on there, but there's also rumors that a uh, I'll put that on there later. There's rumors that Marcus Washington and Pete Kendall could get re-signed to the league minimum as well um, if no one else picks them up if they want to come back. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Philip Daniels come back if he can play. But still, you have to admit the defensive end position is still going to be hurting for a few years because hopefully... Hopefully, still with our pick in the draft, we're going to sign an offensive lineman. I hope. Yeah, and don't give up on the guys like Chris Wilson, um, um, Lorenzo Alexander, the one-man gang, Alex Busby, the kid out of Georgetown, is going to be back. Rob Jackson, one of our draft picks that basically got redshirted last year, he's going to be there. You That's know, true. any of these guys. Chris Wilson was a beast at the end of uh, '07. Yeah. They just didn't give him a chance to go out there and rush the passer because they were they were so intent on giving Jason Taylor a time. Yeah, you're right. And of course, we got on the other side. We got Andre Carter hanging out, who's going to benefit greatly from Albert Hazel. Mm-hmm. And also, dude, I wanted to point out about the Ronaldo win signing. I was reading the article about that, and they were saying that it's good to have him because apparently the defensive line coach last year struggled, like. I think he only coached in college for the Redskins. I don't even know his name. but um, And they said that it would be good to have Ronaldo win like a seasoned veteran there to help act as a coach kind of team. So, anyway, all right. All right. So, I guess it's time for a uh, station break, isn't it? Sure. Go all right. for it. We'll talk to you guys after this short 10-second station identification. All right, we're back. And, um, <laughs> all right, dude. Let's see. 
Man, I'm glad. I'm Early glad time to answer this. I'm glad I pee shortly, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm for the three S's, just barely. <laughs> what else we got on this itinerary for tonight? Let me see. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Clinton Portis. Apparently, according to an article I read, said that he couldn't fit the off-season workouts into his schedule. To which John poses the question: Yeah, he couldn't fit it. He couldn't squeeze it in. You know, I got I got lots of things going on, man. So, to which John poses the question: Is he the most selfish Redskin? No one questions his commitment to playing the game and being on the field. We know when he is on the field, he gives all 100%. I refuse to say 110 or 115 or Aaron favorite 111 or anything of that nature. 100% is all you can give, and he always gives 100% every single game when he's in there, if he's not injured. That being said, he basically tries to run the ship at Redskins Park his own way and sit out when he wants. He had that whole I can pull myself out of the game thing. He's usually not in off-season workouts. He's in Florida or he's in Arizona or something of that nature. Basically, he's, he's just not a very good leader. You know, he doesn't set a good example. He does leave, leave it all out on the field, but he, he always wants and expects preferential treatment. And he used to get that when he first came to the Redskins, and now People are kind of railing against it just a little bit. You know, Zorn pretty much read him the riot act in a game last year on the bench, which damn right he should because he's the coach. Um, going back to the whole McDaniel, the Cutler thing, he's the coach, not a CEO. He's the player, not the coach. So, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, dude. I mean, I think he should be there. That's all I can say. Yep. I agree. I think he's getting paid enough that he should be there. It's like $50 million over the eight years of his contract or something like that. He needs to be there. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally needs to be there. Anyway, what other rumors do we have? Marcus Washington we talked about a little bit coming back, maybe. Pete Kendall. Yeah. Is that pretty much it for this Rumors week? about those guys. Um, Mark, anyway. that's about it for now. I mean, right now, free agency has really gone to a uh, a low point. You're hearing about maybe one or two people getting signed or one or two people getting cut every day. And really, that's about it. A lot of people are still out on the market because they're trying to get a better offer than the league minimum, but no one wants to pay it this offseason because of the economy. So, Yep. What are you going to do? We might get Marcus Washington and Pete Kendall back as uh, as backups for, uh, like I said, the league minimum. Anyway. We'll see. Uh, there's, oh, I was going to get back to what I was talking about earlier on. and uh, Congratulations, Josh. That's right. From the Washington Redskins. That's right. I got my congratulations, Josh. You've uh, Your time has come to receive this once-in-a-lifetime offer. For season tickets. Does it say that? Yeah. It says, no, 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 this is what it says, exactly. It says, congratulations, because I got two of these. <laughs> Fine, John, first my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I got two of these, because, uh, you know, it's a 20-year waiting list for the season tickets, except for that it's not at all. 
Um, the most valuable ticket is now yours, with over 200,000 fans on the waiting list behind you, two of those being me. Don't miss <laughs> out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to enjoy Redskins season tickets. Keep tickets in your family for generations. <laughs> and it, it goes on from there. Basically, it sounds a lot like a team trying to sell tickets because no one wants to buy them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, Josh, do you have your letter with you there? It's I don't have it sitting in front of me, but it basically says it, it, it's the exact same letter, I'm sure. It's very colorful. Yeah. On the back side, there's a form <laughs> and blah, blah, right. blah. Um, <laughs> but the thing that got me, and I'll let you uh, let you read this off the letter, John, is that basically... And I don't remember this from before, from a couple of years ago, but there is an activate. There's a now a per seat activation fee of one hundred dollars. That's per right. Seat. So like, so like, if I have eight tickets available to me for season tickets and for seats, and so immediately they're going to charge me a hundred dollars per seat for a deposit, and then a hundred dollars per seat activation fee that just goes into poof. It's like it's just it just it's is. The same for the person typing in the Josh Allen now has the seat. Exactly, they made eight hundred bucks. Hundred dollars. And let me tell you, let me tell you something, okay? I specify seating for a living. All right, um, it's part of my job as a consultant. What I do, we help architects specify seating for facilities, performing arts facilities, sports facilities, blah blah blah, whatever it is. It's not all I do, but it's just one small part of it. I know what those seats cost. The seats that are that are in FedEx Field. Now I know what they cost in quantities of a couple thousand. They're talking. You're talking the you're talking the actual physical seat, like the plastic. The physical seat. seat. If you were to go out and buy that seat with with the end pieces on the seat and the armrest, right? That oh, physical okay. seat's going to cost you about a hundred between a hundred and twenty-five. You know. Maybe I'm going from a couple of years ago on that actual seat. 125 to $150 per seat is what they will, is what they will pay. Yeah, the cup holder in there's 25. Even if it's $175 a seat, what I'm saying is you can go out and just about buy that seat and own it, take it home, put it in your living room. <laughs> you know, for the cost of the activation fee. So, in my opinion, if they're going to be doing this, when I show up at FedEx Field. Because I know they're getting a discount because they've got 96,000 seats, not just 2,000. So they're probably paying like 80 bucks a seat for these things. When I show up at FedEx, I want there to be a brand new spanking seat with the plastic still covering it. That says, this is Josh <laughs> Allen's seat. He paid his $100 for this activation seat. The seat is now activated. And <laughs> it better have really good service. It's activated. Seat. The seat's activated. Yeah, what, what do you do to activate a seat? Sorry, this seat has not been activated. If you try to send it, does it does it come up with a warning or something? Well, at the stadium, you, that means you pull it down and then sit on it. <laughs> That's how you activate it. <laughs> you don't even have some dude like come over and like pull the seat down and wipe it off for you. Yeah, man, I want some guy to like you doing like the better seats, but not the upper deck. Yeah, I want some guy to like come wipe it off, offer me a moist towel, yeah, breath in or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little a little squirt of Dracar Noir as I exit. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Or the green polo. <laughs> anyway, there's my beef with the Redskins this week. Yeah, and that's in like fine print at the bottom. It yeah. doesn't tell you that. Uh, that's that's the uh, that's the third notation on the one page letter. Um, there's a star, and then there's two stars. 
the second star being um, when you receive your $25 gift of a Redskins retail store gift card, if you send it in your deposit, it tells you it's only one gift card per waitlist account. So if you get four seats, you only get one gift card. So in other words, you give, seats, one gift card. You, give them eight, you give them $800 to activate eight seats, and they send you a $25 gift card. Woohoo! Nice. Plus, you have to pay $100 per seat as your deposit, which goes towards the price of the seats, but not the uh, not the activation fee, as you were saying. Exactly. So that 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 if you buy eight seats, you you have to send them $1,600, and they send you a $25 gift card and say, Well, I'm just wondering, you know, if if I can thank Albert Hainsworth for this. If, is this something that? You know, they're, they're, they just feel like, oh, let's just kick the people while they're down in this economy. Mm. You know, whatever. Maybe they, they need to, uh, they need to, uh, fire some more employees. Um, oh, wait, they did that already so they can pay for Albert Hainsworth and, uh, D'Angelo Hall and, and, and the doctor. And you guys, um, maybe they um, need to fire some more employees so they're not charging 100 bucks a seat. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys failed to mention that you also have to pay that money and you don't even know what seat they're assigning you yet. You don't know. You're just, it's like blind faith. It's like you went to the car lot and said, I want a car. And they're like, give us the money. And then they're <laughs> oh, like, yeah. they pull around with some notation. Right. Notation number one, one star. Um, seat locations are not guaranteed and will be assigned based on availability. Car could be Yugo or Caddy based on a pair, pair dependent, you know. I can tell you what it's going to be. It's going to be <laughs> in the back. It's going to be in the back five rows of the stadium, anywhere between the five-yard line to five-yard line. And I don't mean <laughs> – I mean from Basically, the five-yard line on one side of the field. of the stadium in the corner of the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Yep. Anyway. All right, but enough yeah, about that, dude. We get these letters every year from them. Um, the whole you have to wait 20 years to get season tickets things. As we've said before on the podcast, is a little bit. Oh yeah, and I got one like last year that because we used to have season tickets in my name, and I got one last year, and it was like, "We want you back." <laughs> want you back? Yeah, yeah. I think I think they were gonna wait. I think on the one. I think they were gonna waive the activation fee on one seat if I came back. <laughs> anyway, all right, dudes, uh, that about wraps it up for uh, podcast number one sixty one. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, <laughs> As we get back on schedule. And, That's uh, right. And um, we've still got some audio stuff we're working through, so uh, we thought we had it worked out this week, but it's not quite the case, so bear with us. Yeah, Josh's computer Make broke sure. down. The off-season, this is when we get really slack. Anyway. Um, we're, we're, we're actually, are we in the armpit? Did we say we were already in the armpit? And now we're in free agency, so we're in a good part again, but we're about, we're about to go towards the, uh, the butt crack, I think. Butt mm-hmm. crack of the offseason, the taint of the offseason. Think so, so. Um, yeah, but, the, but let us reiterate, there are some big things coming, some changes coming for, for Harry Hawk football, so bear with us in the offseason. As things start to crank up, we will reveal yes, things to you. In the meantime, um, as always, What's that phone number, John? Give us a ring on the hog line. At... Well, yeah, if you want to be a uh, focus or a uh, featured, I should say, on the podcast, if you want to call us up um, in a drunken stupor at any time, day or night, because it goes right to a voicemail, the number is 206-203-1566. That's 206-203-1566. And uh, if, if yours is really funny or really bizarre, um, we might just put you 
somewhere in the podcast. Or if you call it all. And um, you can also send, <laughs> you can also send us an email as always at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. All right. So All right. until next week, everybody, uh, hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, J-O-K-E. Yeah, we're, we're fucking up Cowboys. Yeah.